Hi, this is Jonas from Danier Accounting. So with this recording, I just want to walk you through this uh, new type of limited liability company we have in Denmark called an IVS. In the past, we mainly operated with APSs and in the recent times, the IVSs has gotten more and more popular. So what is an IVS actually? Well, the biggest difference is that an IVS has other requirements for the equity capital when you start the company. Basically, you need to have one Danish kroner to start the company. And another requirement is that you need to save up 25% of your annual revenue until you have a reserve of 50,000 Danish kroner. Now, the 50,000 Danish kroner is the normal capital requirement when you open a traditional limited liability company. That's the company we call the APS. That's the one we always used in the past. So an IBS, you can start for one kroner, and an APS, you need to have 50,000 kroner. And on top of that, the IBS has a requirement to save up 25% of its revenue until 50,000 kroner has been saved up on the bank account. So that's more or less is uh, the, the equity capital for the IBS can be anywhere between one kroner to 49,999 kroner. Um, if you start with a one kroner, like I said, you need to save up 25% of your revenue until you have 50,000 Danish kroner. If you want, then you can change the type of the company to an APS afterwards, or you can just leave it as, a, as an IBS. The rules that regulates the IBS is more or less the same as, a, as an APS. So the main benefit here is the capital requirement. If you compare the APSs and the IVSs, another thing here is that when you've decided on how much capital you want to have in equity, then in an IVS you need to have this capital in cash. In the other types of companies like APS or the big one, the AS, you can also do what we call an apport deposit in Danish. I'm actually not sure what the direct translation is, but the idea is that instead of bringing cash, you can bring assets instead. It could be anything from a car, from a machine, anything that could be worth the capital that you need, you could actually put into the business as equity. But in an IBS, you need to have a cash deposit. An IBS still have a limited liability company, just like the APS, so that's not any different. So if you started, for instance, with one Danish kroner, then your liability is still limited to one Danish kroner. You still need to make an annual report and you still need also to submit a tax declaration. That's no different than having an APS. There is no audit requirement for the small IBSs, so that also follows the, the rules for the APS. When you register the IBS, there's a few things that you need to, to know beforehand. One, of course, is the name of the company. You need to find a good name for the company and also if you want any we call it like a, in Danish it's called binown, so the direct translation is like, uh, like additional names. So you can pick like one name for the business, um, but you're also allowed to pick extra names. It could be like some, some names sounding similar, some names that you want to, uh, to protect, and then you're allowed to, to add them when you register the company. When you've picked the name of the company, then in daily use, when you write the company name, for instance, on an invoice, then you need to add a surname. The surname will be IVS. So that signals to everybody that this is an IVS company. 
You're also allowed if you want to write the long version of it, which is iværksætterselskab in Danish, but most people just write IVS. Um, yeah, in terms of these extra names, you, you can pick up to five extra names that's free. So some people, they pick, for instance, the company name and they pick a city or something else to, to, make, it, uh, to make it logic. Besides the name and these extra names, you also need to have an address and you need to collect some contact details on the people that is establishing the IBS. You also need to find out who will be the managing director. And if you want to have a, a board of management, naturally you need to find some, some names for that. If it's uh, private people that's going to be establishing this IBS, then you need to get their CPR number. And if it's a company that's establishing the IBS, then you need the CVR number. You also need to find out a day where you want to commence activities in the IBS. And it's important to remember that when you write the, the document of uh, establishing the company, that you, you write the correct day here. It has to go on all the documents, otherwise you will end up getting some error. You also need to decide on what is the whole idea of the company. So you need to write like a paragraph that states what you want to do with the business. Many people write, for instance, that the main objective of the company is to do trading and other activities related to this. So it's always good to, uh, to just sit and, and, and think about how you want to, to write um, what the whole scope of the business is. The other thing you need to do is you need to decide on who can actually uh, sign on behalf of the company. So that means if the company is for instance, going to enter into a contract that could be anything from uh, signing up with a phone company to leasing a new car, who can actually sign on behalf of the company. Normally in Denmark, it's of course the managing director that can sign alone. But there is like situations where if you don't trust the manager 100%, then you could write that, um, let's say you have two managers, for instance, in the company, that two managers needs to sign for the company. So that also, this also needs to be decided on and also written in the documents when you establish the business. Uh, the last thing you need to write is how big the equity capital will be. So that was where you could decide if you want to have anywhere from one kroner to 49,999 kroner. It's very tempting of course to write that you want to use one kroner <clears throat> but you need to keep in mind that there is also a, a special rule that says that if you spend more than 50% of the equity then you need to have a shareholder meeting and you need to put forth a plan on how to re-establish the equity. So if you ask me, then it's a little stupid to pick one kroner because you're going to spend that you know, on the first day just for paying for the, you know, the lawyer, the auditor, uh, the people around you that's helping you out. So it's much better to look at what cost do you have. Let's say you have 5,000 kroner in cost for establishing the IBS, then at least pick 10,000 kroner as equity because it's around 50% of, uh, of the cost you're going to have. Then you don't need to start up uh, making a shareholder meeting. So that's just a good, a good advice. Together with the application for making this uh, limited liability company, there is a few practical things. Um, in Danish, there is a document we call Stiftelses document. It's kind of like the letter of incorporation. On that, you basically just write um, who's going to start the company, what day you want to start, etc. And you also attach the, 
the deed of the company. So that's kind of like all the different things that that uh, regulates the activities of the company. We have templates for all this, so you can download that on our website in the download section. We'll put it. So it's really not that complicated as long as you have the right uh, templates. In addition to the letter of incorporation and the, the deed, also you need to have some documentation on how you have paid the equity capital. If it's a small capital, like below 25,000 krona, which is normally is with an IVS, then you can make a, a statement on your own, just write on a piece of paper that the money has been paid, for instance, in cash and is held cash in the company. You can also deposit the money on a bank account. And in that case, uh, you will just write in the, in the statement that the money has been paid into the bank account. If you have more money than 25,000, you can either get a bank to confirm for you or you can get a lawyer or an auditor to confirm. So that's kind of like the different options you have. In addition to this, uh, after you've registered the business, you need to also remember there's a registry of owners in Denmark. And it means that if anybody owns more than 5% of the shares in the IVS, then you need to register it. We call it the public owner registry, like the Offenly register, it's called in Danish. So that's one thing you also need to do. So that was just briefly about the, the IVSs. Uh, like I said, we're going to put some of the documents on our website so you can download them. And you can also use many of the sites there is for establishing these businesses. It's really not that expensive and it's very simple. So if you want to have a limited liability company and if you don't have 50,000 kroner to make a normal APS, then an IVS is a, is a really good start for you. So that was all for me. I hope it was helpful. Thank you for listening.